0: Hi, I'm Roxanne and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years. And now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Happy holidays, everyone. This is Jason from Hot Messy Podcast. As the holidays are upon us, I thought I would take a minute to share with you one of our partners, Bright sellers. Bright Sellers is a monthly wine club that matches wines they select for you based on your personal tastes. This is also a wine club that Adam and I are obsessed with. We love drinking wine. We're always looking to try new variations, new bottles, and introduce even our friends and family to new bottles of wine. So this is why we love it. And the way it works is you go to brightcellars.com and you take a quiz and the quiz asks you some fun questions like do you like coffee or tea walks on the beach five star restaurants and the algorithm puts together a few bottles of wine that are sent straight to your door and you get to try them in the comfort of your own home so if you want to learn more about bright sellers go to www.brightcellars.com and try it for yourself and now hot messy podcast so that- Hey everyone, and welcome to Hot Messy Podcast. We're your hosts, Jason Barrett, and Adam Newell. Guys,
0: happy Friday. I cannot believe like we are already. It's it's December. It's December. I mean, one of my favorite months of the year, which I don't know why, because it always stresses me the p- out. But it's not meant to be a stressful month. It's meant to be about family and memories and love. And everybody's like running around chaotically, like trying to get the right present, trying to get the right white elephant present, trying to make sure that you get everything done. And then on top of that, we're getting ready to move. It's a lot. I feel like though,
1: like the holidays, it's like, okay, yes, you have like those Black Friday deals, which by the way, this past Black Friday was so easy. Like we got a great TV. It was super cheap. It's amazing. And No one was like pushing us to the side. It was kind of nice.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. It's almost like, I have to say, I used to love the excitement of it because after Thanksgiving, we would all stay up like as kids, me, my brothers, sisters, cousins, we would stay up and then we would leave and head to like Walmart or Best Buy at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And do you even remember that one time in New York, Jason, where me, my two brothers all three of us, we sat outside Best Buy I think for seven hours after the Macy's Day Parade just to get a TV. No, it was like even before the Macy's Day Parade. I think it was like passing you guys as you're waiting at Best Buy at
1: Lincoln Center just to find out if you can get a TV. Because they gave you like tickets, right? Don't they give you tickets? And they're like, you are one of the people who have been selected. And once you go in, you can grab one of these TVs. Isn't
0: that how it goes? Or am I just making this shit up? No, no, no. It was the first 10 people in line that got the tickets. And then me and my two brothers got the tickets. Uh, it was like a six hundred dollar TV for like two hundred and fifty bucks, and my two brothers didn't want their tickets, so they sold their tickets to other people online for like fifty bucks a piece, which was. I was, I mean, <laughs> was going to say that could him. be a business. Yeah, I mean that could be a business. Is seven hours waiting in line worth 50 bucks. I don't know.
1: To be honest, especially in that weather, because I know it was cold that day, I would have rather paid full price or just not gone at all. But you, you have this thing where you just love a deal. Like if you see percent off, you're going to walk into the store
0: no matter if you need it or not. No, I know. I'm pretty bad about that. However, I don't shop. We're seeking help. Listen, no, we're not. I don't (laughs) shop the rest of the year. I only shop when it comes to Black Friday deals. That's it.
1: And then they've added all this shit on top of it too, right? It's like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like Whimsical Wednesday. I don't know what the hell I am saying, okay. but there is all kinds of shit that's that's happening where it's like you can get deals all the time. But anyway, speaking of family holidays, our guest today is fantastic. Her name is Aurora Colpo, and she is from the hit show on TLC called The Colpo Sisters. And when you think of TLC, Adam, I think of like Ninety Day Fiance. Or like those mother and sister people who like lived together their whole life <laughs> or the sister wives or, you know, kind of like a hot mess, really, right? That's what you really think sometimes of, of TLC. Now we have the Culpo sisters. If anyone doesn't know who the Culpo sisters are, I can't wait to introduce you to Aurora. Of course, there's Olivia and Sophia who are also on the show. Olivia used to be or was uh, Miss Universe and then has just become this crazy influencer and Adam I have to ask your opinion don't you think what the Copo sisters are doing by being so open and vulnerable but then also on the TLC side where the production is just so strong it feels like
0: a show that shouldn't be on that network almost right but no I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that because I think the network is trying to broaden their horizons and sort of expand out of just the 90 day or the smothered or something like that. But
1: you know, smothered we, that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they're fun to watch.
0: This, don't, don't get me wrong. They're fun to watch. They're fun, but they're messy. And they're for the copo sisters, messy. this is kind of giving me almost Kardashian vibes, but I don't want to compare the two, you but can't, I think it's, though, and you can't because, and sorry to interrupt you, but I just
1: feel like they're so real and open and vulnerable and you can like feel it through the screen. That this is why we asked for an interview because we were like, wow, this show is fresh. It feels new. And reality TV right now is just so kind of, you know, redundant and and negative.
0: Right. And this show is not. And like you said, they are raw, especially Aurora who is sharing the hardships in her marriage and just I can't wait for you guys to listen to this interview. It's such an incredible interview, such a great time, and she is such an infectious personality. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Well,
1: before we jump in with Aurora, guys, you know what to do. Adam usually reminds you by now. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't done so, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your shows, Spotify, And give us a five-star review if you haven't done so already. Really helps us out. And we appreciate all of the support. Um, Adam, with that. Should we? Should we jump right in? We should jump right in. All right, guys. Today, we're welcoming to the show one of the stars of the hit TLC show, the Colpo Sisters, Aurora Colpo. Before we get into it, I just want to say welcome to the show. And thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: We are okay, Adam. Before we like jump in, I have to tell. I know. I have so much. I know. But uh, Aurora, I have a question or not a question. I have a story actually. And I, I feel like I'm. I can um, see the future sometimes because. Oh, I think oh God, it God. Wow. Yeah, that's a big statement. Yeah. But I think it was a few years ago, and I think it was Adam who introduced me to Olivia via Instagram. And he's like, this girl is so cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Then I started scrolling, and I'm like, wow, this girl is so cool. And then I'm like, holy shit. She is two beautiful sisters. Everyone is like amazing. And you guys just give off this positivity and this great energy. And I said Aww. to Adam, I said they should have a reality show, yeah. And then on our TV, it's like the Colpo sisters coming soon. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?"
2: Oh <laughs> my is- god! Well, thank you so much. That is quite a compliment. Um, <laughs> my god, that's that's our goal—to be positive and to make people laugh.
1: It's your show is so different than a lot of reality television today. I mean, reality thrives on drama and and stuff like that too, and sometimes. I mean, myself, I miss that that family dynamic, again, that positivity, the vulnerability you all three are showing on the show. I wanted to ask you to to kick us off here. What has it been like to film
2: a TV show? Um I mean, man, it, first of all, above everything else, I think we all just felt extremely grateful to even have the opportunity. To share ourselves on this kind of a platform, it's something that we were really excited to do. But, but I mean, you know, there were concerns, especially with relationships and families, and kind of treading this fine line of being authentic but not exploiting and telling our truth without talking about maybe people who aren't in the in the room or on the show or able to be there in that episode. So. Um, Honestly, there was a lot of soul searching. It's pretty cathartic. I, I recommend it. If you want to really dig deep and, and get in touch with yourself, just do a reality show.
0: Can I say really quick, too, um, we have a good friend, uh, Lucio, who works with your sister.
2: Oh, my God. we're I'm obsessed with Lucio. He's uh, so funny. Yeah, uh, okay. I literally said to her the other day, I was like, who filmed that video that you did? She's like, Lucio, duh, he's the best.
0: We were asking him, um, how do we get in touch with you? Because we were so excited. I mean, obviously, we know that um, your sister has a lot of fame under her belt. But like watching you and your sister, your other sister, because you're all sisters, right? But it's so much fun. And it's so exciting to see. Like, it's so crazy because it's almost like... I know I said at the beginning of this, keeping up with the Kardashians or the Kardashians. And we know that we have like a Kim, right? But yeah. over the years, we got to know Courtney and Chloe and all of the other sisters. And I feel like that's what we're doing here is like, it's not just one person who is responsible for the success of this show. It's like, you guys all have equal parts. It's wild. And now getting to know you on the show and watching your vulnerability the fact that you were able to share your relationship and be so vulnerable and share the fact that you have a one-off a year, not only that, but then we're going through a divorce. Like, first of all, before we get into all of like the shenanigans, how are you?
2: I'm, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm coming off of like a long cold and pretty exhausted. Watching myself on TV is kind of traumatizing. Like, you know, you always notice like the one hair out of place or like, <laughs> overall i'm really i'm 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 doing really well I'm proud of myself with how I've dealt with um just what has gone on in my personal life over this past year and um whatever happens from this show, my goal was really to just be as open and vulnerable as possible because I knew that if I did that and as long as I was being truthful, that I could help somebody and I could show somebody going through something similar that you know you don't have to be ashamed of decisions that you made in the past and um it's never too late to make a choice that is is right for yourself now and i'm 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 good it's it's not easy i mean no separation no divorce is easy and it, i think it's harder when you have to explain it to the world
0: i recognize the background from the show unless you have the int- like the same background from Olivia's house
2: no i'm here Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Jason, go ahead. Take it away.
2: No, I was just
1: going to say, you know, I was talking to um, the PR person on our channel right before and I said, this is something different for TLC that we haven't, it's not a 90 day fiance. It's not, you know, one of their other shows. It really just feels so fresh. And like you said, being open as much as you can and people right now, I just feel are craving for authenticity Adam loves the Kardashians. I don't mind an episode or two, but sometimes it can come off a little, you know, um, celebrity and, and really
0: not relatable. And this is where I feel like you guys are, are, are there, but Jason, you're killing my soul only because (laughs) like the Kobo sisters, like I'm like, I'm dead. It is the next generation of everything that we wanted from family to celebrity to sisters. like, I, well, also, no. we
2: want to be relatable and and i do yes. I, I i agree with you jason about um the kardashians had a moment where they were relatable and then like uh, you know they, they got to a point where it's like not very many people can relate to having private jet but it's cool to watch that kind of a progress you know our, i think what's interesting with us with any sister dynamic and ours in particular is like you get to see a different side of olivia when you see how she interacts with us and just seeing people with their siblings, or with with people that have known them their whole lives, it's nice to see like a side of them that they can't maybe display on their own. On like on our social media platform, how I portray myself is going to be maybe different than how I look when I'm with my sisters. No
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. I just wanted to ask. I mean, like Adam had mentioned, you had shared on the show that you and and I don't know uh, the title to call your your ex?
2: My ex. Yeah. My husband, my uh, husband. I love that.
1: I love that. Um, what was that conversation? Cause you, you shared so much with us. Like you said, you know, it's okay. Once a year, you can go hook up with someone and I don't have to know about it. Just like you get that one off. Right. Yeah. For you to share that. I thought that it was, I was like, this is crazy. I can't believe you just said that. But then what was the conversation like that you realized, you know what, this is not going to work? And did you think by allowing him to, let's say, uh, whatever, once a year, do you think that was your way of, of, of preserving the longevity of the marriage?
2: Yeah, I think the, the very wounded 25-year-old that made that choice was coming from a place of really having zero faith that uh, any man would be faithful ever. He was somebody who... 15 years older than me, really never had a desire to be in a marriage. And I really wanted to be married to him. So I forced it. And so I was like, um, okay, well, you know, our relationship is so special, so unique that like I don't it, what sex is not a big deal. Like if you really need to have sex with somebody else just to like, I don't know, get it off your chest, like you could you do that. And then I then, you know, I don't want to know about it because I, I think I knew deep down it would hurt me. I would want to know who, I would ask all the questions, I would go down the rabbit hole so i was like i better just not know and then if if that's what you need to in order to like commit to me then fine and it was there was always this kind of pretense of just with me giving him that freedom like he wasn't going to need to use it it was like he just liked to know that he could if he wanted to mm. honestly there's really no justifying it but when you know fast forward 8 years when when it did end up happening and i was like wait a minute this is so fucked up. Do I have to say that? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. <laughs> like, like this doesn't like, I had to reframe the agreement that I, that, that I had made all those years before. And I, what I really had to learn is that it's okay to say, okay, well, you know what? I, I tried it and, and I don't like it. So I want to change it. And, and that's Okay.
1: So. Yeah, That makes sense. I mean, that's the evolution of, of relationships and stuff. I totally get <laughs> that. I mean, I have so many friends who, who, I mean, especially Adam and I are gay, obviously. I don't okay. know yeah. if we came up with yeah. oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know all the teeth.
1: Yes. Yeah. So he's yes, my fiance. Yes. And we've been oh. together for 10 years and oh, I God. feel like we've watched, you know, people's different dynamics and, and ways of what they you know think a relationship is or should be whether it's you know people are monogamous or not adam and i choose a very traditional route of being in a relationship but i, I do think that that can that can always change you know uh, i guess right. not, not for us but i'm just saying right. like but your yeah. idea like you said when you were 25 of this is what a relationship is this is how i'm gonna feel secure in commitment and now
0: that's changed and now that's kind of out the door But I have to ask too, because I'm so curious um, when you navigate only for anyone who's listening, because you have so many followers and fans that just like, I mean, I don't know if you know, based off of your show and the success of it already, like we're all watching you. So it's just going to get bigger and better. And like, you have so many incredible family dynamics. And the fact that you guys are as close as you are, like, You can't write this. It's not pre-produced, which we love. If anything, I'm reading on Twitter, and it's like the most pre-produced thing of the season so far is like the lock on the the closet. And I'm I'm like, no,
2: that's true storyline. I was like, give me a break. But they couldn't make the whole show about me. You know, I have I have enough drama for the entire season. But you gotta let them have a little time to shine.
0: (laughs) Yes, no, but my thing here that I was going to ask is when you do give somebody kind of a one-off when you're in a relationship, for anyone who's listening, is that a one-off that they have to make you? Because I feel like sometimes, you know, Jason and I, especially from like the gay community, I feel like we have friends who have open relationships under certain um, stipulations being maybe you have those conversations and you let somebody know ahead of time. But for you, was that the case? Or was it just like a don't tell me?
2: It was like, going, I don't want to know. Because I um, because I knew that it would, I would be bothered... The thing is like I don't find anything inherently wrong with having an open relationship if it's something that is sustainable and doesn't make either person feel disrespected. I just know now that like that actually doesn't work that doesn't really work for me. And I thought at the time that maybe I could be that kind of a person because I don't I don't know. I, I I'm not as traditional as most people. Like I don't really think sex is that big of a deal you know, if you're safe and protected and all the, it's like, I, I don't, I, and I think at the time that I did make the release, make that deal, like we were in a really strong place connection wise, but like when you throw all these wrenches and relationships, like kids and just the stress of, of life, like it, like you're not always in a place where I, I just think it was foolish of me to assume that I would always feel the same way about our relationship and that that kind of a one year would always be acceptable it's kind of like people who want to have threesomes in their relationships. like that happens all the time but it's like do they always want to have a threesome no but like maybe one maybe they're just feeling freaky one time i don't know, <laughs> you know i don't know it's just i it's, don't judge if you can't if you can't tell i really don't know that's why i'm not that hard on myself about it because i'm just like yeah i, I thought it was a good idea it wasn't like what do you want from me
0: Right.
1: <laughs> is it is it strange though? Because you know you are on this reality show with your sisters, and now it's like you have your parents who appear on the show too. And your parents come off as like, if I met them in real life, I would be very <laughs> respectful. You know, like I I would really want to be very. You don't want to upset them, right? They they're, they're yeah. so sweet. I, they come off just very respectful, and I would love to to have that relationship. I think that's that's so amazing. But do you find yourself being O- more open than you normally would with your parents because you are filming the show and they're yeah. going to see it
2: anyway? Well, yeah. Like, I would not have told my parents any of those details, but like, we kind of had to because in order for the show to make sense, it's like my parents had to know because I'm talking about it right next to them in the other room. I mean, it's not that I don't, that I'm like shy to share my personal life with them. It's just that I'm really not interested in their opinions on it because I know that I don't have that there like my mom is of that era where she's like you stay together until your children are 18 and move out of the house because otherwise they're going to be scarred for life and i'm just like i just don't subscribe to that
0: i i know that this might be off topic um but i think it's actually super appropriate but you can also tell me to piss off
2: okay <laughs> just to be fair
0: when you gave your relationship that sort of one-off were you also allowed that one-off like, did you want that? I love how we're making this all about the one-off. No, I know no, no, no. Stories. We're getting it out of the way. <laughs> we're not, not making very, it about very that.
2: I interested in it. I, <laughs> yeah. I was not allowed a one, one-off, but it was only because it wasn't something I asked for. And I didn't ask for it because like, I just didn't even, it didn't even occur to me. Right. Because like, I just didn't, I didn't, it wasn't something that I felt that I needed. Not that I'm like, oh, so much better than him. But it was like, I just, I don't know, something he felt like he needed for his freedom. And I didn't.
0: I want to follow up this by saying, you know, it's so weird because Jason and I, we both find ourselves like, you know how like when you have so many compliments and like someone is like, Aurora, you're so beautiful and you're successful and you're a great <laughs> mother. And you, you're like, thank you. Thank you for all of the compliments. But then you still have those sort of um, micro situations where you're like assessing them and you're like, I don't feel like the most confident that I should feel. We're watching it on the show where your friends are literally saying how excited they are for you because they know that you're going to have this like amazing guy come into your situation. And you're kind of like at this point, like, it's not necessarily something I need. If it happens, it happens. But I mean, like for you, how do you assess that sort of situation like where everyone's like aurora you're so beautiful you're such a great mom like you're perfect you know what i mean like it's that's what you get right but like how do you assess it do you just say like guys thank you so much i don't care i'm gonna focus on being a mom or like do you just say you know i'm waiting i mean
2: yeah People can tell you the nicest things, but until you really can feel it, like in your heart and soul, it it doesn't really matter. Because I think you always feel like nobody really knows you. Like you know, you know you. And if they really knew you, then they wouldn't think that. Like I, I feel like I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident, but I have a lot of work to do. And I think probably like, and I know for sure that if I was to hop into another relationship, it would just be like another manifestation of the one that I have had in the past. Because I haven't really changed all that much yet like like i don't know maybe i have i guess maybe i have but i am my line right now that i've been saying to people is just that i'm excited to be in a committed relationship with myself because i think that that probably is where all this stemmed from and i think that's where a lot of problems happen in relationships when you feel like you need one and for me back then like i was forcing it i was pushing it i wanted to have kids i was on a timeline i was i was trying to make it work and i was going to make it work and that's just not really how Organic love happens. And so now, like, I don't have attachment. I've like released all attachment to a partner. I have my kids. So I don't really have any reason to be in a relationship other than if it's going to bring some amazing element that I can't fulfill myself.
1: I have a friend who says every relationship is supposed to fail until you find the right one. Because we all carry baggage, right? We all go to the next relationship and... What friend deal- is that? <laughs> My friend Josh. <laughs> He's oh, like, get okay. rid of him. Get
0: rid yeah. of that friend
2: now.
1: <laughs> no, but and, until you deal like I me, mean, we all deal with our own baggage and our, our, our own stuff. But I think it's pretty funny that you have two other sisters who are both dating NFL players. And I, I can know. only imagine what it's like to navigate that kind of scenario since they are would they have maybe an nfl friend to introduce you to and would you be open to that or are you just like footballed
0: out no (laughs) it's not we can't just aurora we can't can't just group them into nfl and say no
2: no i know but listen i can't let all the haters call us cleat chasers like they already have that title so if i am too that like it's solidified no. Oh no, oh no.
1: So is that so the that same be- for any, any sport? Is that, does that means we're, we're like pushing off golf and tennis?
2: I like to play tennis and it's always more fun to play with somebody who's way better than you. So like, that would be fun. Um, pickleball, maybe I'd date like a pickleball player. You know, I'm just going to say like no athletes.
0: No
1: oh, okay. I mean hey I don't blame you I, I understand that
0: can I also that. chime in into this conversation really quick because I feel like you as sisters are constantly compared and one of the reasons that I'm like so excited about this reality show is because first of all I love that you and your younger <laughs> sister you guys both just like shut Olivia down when she's like you might know me from Miss Universe and you're oh like that God. was so long ago like I shut know. up
2: people are mad at us on the internet for that they're like you guys are just jealous. We wouldn't know about you if it wasn't for her, so leave her alone. It's like, Uh, we're kidding. She
0: can handle it. Right. It's a joke. And it has to... Come on, guys. Like, Let's relax for a second. But for you, you're a mom, and you were just talking about who you might potentially invite into your life as like a life partner. And you're like, I'm not going to be a cleat chaser. However, I am curious because we're watching the third episode of your show. And as we are, we see that your sister... Olivia is trying to do her best to be an auntie and she's bringing in like the big guns of the all white bounce house, which is like oh the God. chicest bounce house that I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know and you're about. like, I don't know what's going on. And there's probably three or four people working behind the scenes that we don't get to see that's like helping. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, like little nannies. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like little nannies that are working behind the scenes. But when it comes down to both of your sisters, if you had to guess, And I don't want to say who's going to be a better mom. I think that both of them will be fantastic moms. But if you had to guess like who would be a mother first based off of where they are in their lives, not like we're not comparing them like who's a better mom. I think again, they'll be both great, but who would be a mother first? Like who will?
2: Olivia? I think Olivia. Sophie's still such a baby. I mean, even if Sophie did get engaged and married first, I just don't see her. I don't know. To me, I think maybe that's just the way I view her. Like I basically raised Sophie because I I was like eight when she was born, and I just I don't. To me, I just like her being a mom just does not feel like it's happening anytime soon. And Olivia really wants it. Yeah, and I can't speak for Christian, but I feel like he's he's an old soul. I feel like if anybody's going to be ready younger, it's probably him.
1: (laughs) Well, he comes from a tight knit family as well, too. So yeah. Uh, that would be kind of fun to, to combine. I have to ask, because I mean, you're you're an influencer. How did you start doing this? Like, where did it come? Where did the influencing come from? You're so into fitness and the environment. But like, where where did that start? That's a great question. For someone James who and... doesn't know, because I don't know. Like, I, I know yeah, you like, and I hate to happened. say this from scrolling through Instagram on your sister's account, you know?
2: Totally. And that's how a lot of people, I mean, I, I'm not going to act like that's not how a lot of people know originally met me. Um, It definitely is true. I actually was private on my Instagram up until like a few years ago, maybe like three or four years ago. Um, And then when I had kids, I totally pivoted um, in my career. I had worked with kids for a long time. I have a master's degree in teaching and I have a BCBA, which is like behavior analysis. I worked with kids with autism. And then I had my own kids and I wanted to be home with them. But it's kind of boring being home with it's well it can be lonely. Like so I opened up my Instagram and basically just started sharing my journey with like being a new mom and, and I started to build a community of um other moms, pretty much mostly moms, who connected with like my kind of authenticity around how much of a shit show it is to be a new mom, really. It started from there. And then I started to do like little one off gigs. My first job was um, promoting this um, aluminum water bottle. Um, so there was like the tying in my passion for the environment, and I just started to really like it because there was some. I was doing something new every day, working with all these really creative um, brands, and being really inspired by all these entrepreneurs um, starting their own companies and just. I felt like I could be a part of them. And that was really fun for me. And it just grew from there.
1: That's, that's awesome. You know, I we had just interviewed two of our friends who are also on reality TV who just had kids. And I always ask them, you know, because they share a lot of of what they do as moms. And, and I wanted to ask you a similar question I asked them. Do you find yourself when you do share like let's say mom tricks or or whatever, because you are kind of in the limelight, do you receive scrutiny or do you get positive feedback from sharing like your life as a mom, let's say?
2: Yeah, there's always going to be a troll. But I I think overall, um, there's positivity. And probably like for every every 10 positive comments, there's one bad one or something.
1: I mean, mean, we can't help that, right? Social media is just... I mean,
0: social media is like the devil.
2: It it, you just really have my skin has gotten a lot thicker. I used to be the person that would respond, try to like defend myself, and it just lifted. You can't fight with crazy, and also some people just are committed to misunderstanding, and they want to not like you, and they're gonna figure out how to do it.
0: If you had to say who was the most uncomfortable out of you and your two sisters filming your new show throughout the process, maybe not now looking back, but who would it be?
2: Sophie, she's actually quite shy.
1: Okay, Sophie. Oh, wow. All right.
2: Yeah, she really doesn't want, she doesn't like attention. Not like me and Olivia do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. And then, of course, we know that you're stunning. We know that, you know, like you're you so much more than just like the way that you look. Obviously, we love you on the show and you're such an amazing mom. Is there anyone who's like piqued your interest?
2: Oh my God, no. I wish there was somebody that I could name, but there just really isn't. Mm Mm-mm.
0: Okay. And then my next question is when you're compared to your sister, either one of your sisters, but obviously I'm sure it's like more times than not, Olivia, how do you deal with that? Like, what is your reaction when people say, oh, okay, well, Aurora, Olivia, and you're like, I mean, you have to be like, I get, I get compared to my brothers all the time. And I'm like, I'm not the (laughs) same person. I am my own person. But for you, I'm curious.
2: I mean, we have to lean into the humor of it, like the whole storyline of us riding Olivia's coattails. Like, there's a little truth to that, but you know what? Everybody had to get a leg up somehow in life. And the thing is, I like my sisters, and I love I love my sisters, and um, I I want nothing but success for them. And so, I think for us, it's kind of it's mutually beneficial because we want to see each other succeed. It makes us happy. And if we can also gain some personal joy and success in that ourselves, then like that's a win-win.
0: And then one to ten, ten being the best. The way that you um, started filming the show, going through the process, and now seeing it play back because that's one of the biggest challenges for any person who's on reality TV. How do you feel with the result?
1: Filming... Oh yeah, and I wonder what kind of feedback you're getting from like yeah. not not just you know people who watch the show, but even some of your friends. Right, yeah. it has to be wild.
2: I mean, it's it's a learning experience. There's things we would have done differently. Also, just the there's certain things that like the storytelling style that they do on certain networks is just different, and you know that might not be appealing to all viewers. And um, I mean, overall, our goal was to tell our stories authentically, and I think we nailed that part, hundred percent. But I think we could make improvements, and and I'm hoping we get the chance to do that.
0: I I, I definitely that. think you're going to... For your two sisters, if you... Jason and I are always pitched... Um, we're always discussing parenthood. And people always want us to have a baby 10 years into our relationship. And it's wild. And everyone always says, Adam, you'd be a great girl dad. Jason, you'd be a great boy dad. For um, your sisters, Sophie and Olivia, boy, mom, girl, mom, where are they at? Like if you had to guess...
2: I think Olivia would be a girl mom and okay. I think Sophie would be a, she'd be a boy mom, probably more so if I had to choose.
1: I know you have a lot of projects, but you and Sophia have yeah. a candle set out now yes, that I'm do. very interested in because I love my home decor. I love your muted kind of concrete look of your candles, but what inspired you guys to do this together and where can we find those?
2: Okay. So Sophie and I had so much fun with this project. We were like real old school candle makers. We learned all about the craft that is making candles and we love like home decor. We love, um, aromatherapy. We thought this would just be a really fun project to do just with the two of us. Cause we usually get clumped into a threesome and we were like, let's just do something on our own. Um, so yeah, it's, it, we partnered with a company called wake heart. Uh, they are amazing. They make these soy candles, completely non-toxic, which is amazing if you have kids. Um, And we each got to pick our signature scent. It's super elevated. It smells like a candle you would pay several hundred dollars for, but it's a great price point. And we have a Black Friday sale coming up. I was just looking at that too. Yeah,
1: Yeah, the price is great.
2: Yeah, so um, you can buy the Duo or you can just buy mine, but you can't buy (laughs) (laughs) it. Okay.
1: Which one is yours? Because I'm looking at the site now, and it I my do... is
2: a black one. It's called No Inhibitions. No Inhibitions. but this is the,
1: the Intentions Duo, right?
2: Yeah. So my idea, my the No Inhibitions, is just all about like letting your hair down, lighting a candle, dancing in your underwear, relaxing. So yeah, I hope that hope that resonates with all of you,
0: Aurora. You might be my spirit animal.
2: Yeah, this, this, I love that.
0: I'm <laughs> hair down, dancing in my underwear. This is great.
2: I know. What's better?
1: Yes. And I'm thinking that I love you because you do candles because I love I'm obsessed with candles like I can't yeah. get enough and I can never find like the next best candle. So I'm, I'm always excited to have a ton of them. We can find the of sisters on TLC. What every Monday night?
2: Yes, yeah, So you can find us on TLC every Monday night at nine, eight central. Um, and then you can also stream us on Discovery Plus.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you again. We're so looking forward to the rest of the season and then hopefully crossing fingers the season two of the Colpo Sisters. And thank you again. We appreciate it.
2: Bye. Thank you guys so much for having me.
1: All right, guys. Well, that was Aurora Colpo from the hit TLC show, The Colpo Sisters, which you can find new episodes on TLC every Monday night. Guys, don't forget that you can interact with us on the show by sending us an email to info at messypodcast.com. Next Tuesday, we'll be answering all your questions that we've received in our email. Don't forget to follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeart. We are everywhere. And guys, have a great weekend. Bye, everyone.